Hello and welcome back everyone to the fourth episode of On Report where we preview everything for your long weekend, your Easter long weekend that is. Zach, how are you going? I am great. An Easter weekend special of On Report. Shout out to the fans out there. We're going strong. Let's get into it. Damn, son, where'd you find this? And it's on. So they come into all parts of the ground now. Now, before you ask me, Josh, how was your weekend? It was great. Thanks, Zach. Went to another Raiders home game. Always love going there. It's uh, perhaps my new favorite team seeing the, after seeing the dogs struggle. But a few talking yeah. points to come out of it. Super tough loss for them. Gallant effort. Firstly, the forward pass. I don't. I hate how the NRL comes down and goes, yep, how bad that shouldn't have been awarded. Like, it's too late. Unless you're going to change the result, what, what's the point coming out with it? It just makes it, it, just makes it hurt more, I think. I agree. And secondly, agree. injury toll, which obviously brings up uh, the new rules with the 18th man being allowed to play uh, after three failed HIAs. What are your thoughts on that? I don't think it's going to do a lot. For you to have three HIAs in the game, I think it's like just having an extra sub on the bench. Like it's going to help, but I don't think it's going to have a lot of effect. Like we're seeing a lot of injuries as well far beyond HIAs. Yeah. A lot of little ankles, a lot of little hamstrings, a lot of little knees, like a lot of knees actually. There's a lot of missing knees in the NRL right now. And it's like, yeah, an extra player is going to be good. Probably one game of the season, two games of the season. But I don't understand, and I'm probably taking this from your theory because I know you, you – you're planning on being a head, uh, sorry, CEO of an NRL team one day, but why don't we have bigger benches? Yeah, I can't see why we have currently have a four-man bench. Why not make it six? Same amount of subs, or even six. like you could even bring it like less subs, and just like they have to be really selective with who they bring on. Yeah, I, I've, yeah, I don't know why they don't do that. I'd be super around that. You're going to see more players. So, like, those little young guns, get them on. Like, if you've got a specialist center sitting on the bench, don't move a second row there and, like, ruin that side of the field. Mm. I get that they're going to have that old argument, like, oh, it's a bit of a war of attrition. Like, it's a battler's game. Like, you've got to get – like, you got to be tough. But it's also, like, they're not going to have enough players on the field if this many people get injured. Like, it's going to yeah. ruin the, the game. You want to get those get, – get, get six on the bench for sure and just have the same amount of subs. That'd like, be much better, I think. Perfect example. The Raiders did not deserve to lose that game after all that. Yeah, like Warriors did a really good job, but they were playing against uh, like a depleted team. Like they shouldn't have lost that game. And if they had a bit of a bigger bench, I think they would have been sweet. Anyway, yeah. uh, how was your weekend? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, a lot of football, a lot of sport on. Uh, drove to Nowra, then drove to Parramatta. So that was like four and a half hours, That's five hours on my Sunday. Mm. It was. And my car is in a bad state. Like, I've got a little dink on the side. You know, some, some, someone decided to smash into me. I, got a, I definitely have a flat tire somewhere because it keeps telling me flat tires. But, like, I keep touching them and they're sweet. Uh, and also I need to go service about a month ago. So I was actually surprised I got there. The uh, revs got pretty high at one stage, but it was, uh, mm-hmm. it was good fun. It was good fun. I also need to service my car, but I simply can't afford it at the moment. Uh, we need a bit of on-report revenue. <laughs> on-report, Zach, kick things off for us. I've got two. Uh, first one last night after basketball. Well, we got a lot of on reports for the opposition reverse, but like, yeah, they got like a six foot eight guy in Division Four basketball. Like, it's stupid, and he only scored two points, but he's just so annoying. Like, he tries to dunk and stuff, and like, he can't dunk at six eight. It's a bit stupid. But 
I went to a servo after. I was going to go to a porto, but I went to a servo. And as I get out of the car, I see these two blokes like sitting at the servo, just be like, why is that guy wearing basketball uniform? And like, we've got bright yellow fluoro basketball gear. And like, mm-hmm. I just look like a gronk, like all sweaty. Shorts and top. So like, yeah, shorts and top. So like, I've got sons out, guns out. And I'm like, just put a shirt on. So I put like a long sleeve fucking white t-shirt on. It looks just so stupid. Then um, my second one, uh, oh yeah, down an hour, coffee truck. And I'm like, surely there's 15 people waiting. Make coffees, get out. Get your, get your wife to come work with you. Because it's like this guy was talking to everyone. I waited for 22 minutes for a coffee. I'm like, yeah, if, if you're so comfortable in your business, do that. But, you know, read the, read the crowd a little bit more. Perhaps that's just country town service. Yeah, people from now on. I get it. Yeah. It's slow. I get it. Uh, I've got a couple. They're not like big ones, but I just want to rattle them off. First one, wearing the wrong team jersey to a game at the Raiders game. Plenty of Raiders jerseys, a couple of Warriors jerseys, but I saw way too many Storm, Tigers, unfortunately, no Bulldogs, South, whatever. Like, if they aren't playing, don't wear the jersey. I don't care what your reason is, just don't wear it. Secondly, Tim Zoo ads and Fox Sports. <laughs> I'm freaking so over hearing this bloke with the deep voice trying to be all motivational about Tim Zoo or Yvonne Sampson mentioning it. I, don't, I couldn't care less about Tim Zoo. I don't, I don't, hopefully, I'm not the only one, but I couldn't care less if you have to fight. I don't want to see it all on the footy. Uh, don't, I just don't understand it. I'm sick of it. Third one. Oh, jeez. Zach, I think you'll appreciate this. Scroll through TikTok. There's these two girls, <laughs> and they run a podcast, and they talk absolute oh, shit. yeah. Like... I think it's called AA Anonymous. I don't know what it's called. Oh, they just talk about like, oh, like we go out and we do this and we do that. And like, if you want to approach a girl, you should do this. Like, shut up. Like, then this is going to sound very, very hypocritical, but not everyone can make a podcast. Like, like <laughs> you can't just, oh, like it just sounds so stupid because we, we are in that boat, but you can't just yeah, grab a mic. A yeah, we can make a podcast actually, but you can't just grab a mic and just talk smack about anything and uh, they just shit me. Last one, bit of a soft one, kickoffs out on the full. You're a professional rugby league player. There is no way on this earth that you should be kicking a ball out on the full. I think I saw it oh, three or four games. And it's just a typical, like, we're getting smashed by 40. I'm obviously just not paying attention anymore. Smash it out on the full. And you just you just make everything worse. Like, you're an idiot. Focus. You're getting paid to do this. And that's me. Uh, yeah. What do you reckon is worse, the ones that go out on the sideline or the ones that go long? Oh, long for sure. Like you just like oh, stuff this. I'm mad, and then kick it so hard. I reckon the sideline ones are so dumb because like, like how can you kick it that sideways? Yeah, I get they're trying to put it kind of in a pocket in the corner, but it's like oh, kick a rugby ball, and I wouldn't mind a few more up and unders. Like you kick it to the third, and everyone just chases, and it's like a lot of high ball. Yeah, like I, actually, I noticed on the weekend there's such like a a hole in the yeah. middle of the field where exactly. I just get like your speed exactly. up. Also, what's his name? The Knights center, Chibazaki. Chibazaki. Yeah. He dead said dropped every single bomb on the weekend. Like how he's named to start this week. How does he still have a contract? Yeah, I know. You tear it up on the I spot. Know. He got he got so pumped that he got pumped <laughs> so, so badly. <laughs> he got pumped so badly that like he just gave up on catching the ball. He just let bounce and they'd score. Shocking. Uh, I wish we could swear because I feel like swearing. Anyway, yeah, that's, no, that's swear. way too much for me for Wednesday morning. 
how is uh, how did our anytime try scoring challenge go and your tips, Zach? Uh, tips stinky. I knew, I knew Pan. I oh, know, I knew, yeah, Panthers. Remember, I changed. Yeah. So sick, and then like Jesse Bromwich, Kenny Bromwich, one of the Bromwiches, like the whole Bromwich family, drop, sit on that ball and pick it up because that cable will try, and then like. Olam learned to pass because you should have passed out of car. It's just like, oh. And after that, I knew it was going to be a bad round because if I lose the Thursday night tip, I often feel like, oh, okay, there's definitely, I'm definitely going to lose one Saturday and I'm definitely going to lose a Sunday and like we're in trouble. I got four from eight. I'm like, I know, would you get five, five or six? Five. I think I got six. Yeah, see, that's what? sick. And I reckon you were trying to change stuff and you just didn't, you didn't update yeah. it. That's also your story this season. Oh, no, I got five. What a. Yeah, five. Oh, yeah, Roosters, Raiders. And Knights, but you're happy to lose those three, I think. Like especially Raiders and Knights. No, no one except for our um, one Tiger supporter, Anthony Durant, tipped the Tigers, and yeah, the Raiders pretty exceptional circumstances. Yeah, so not a great week, but I think we held yeah. our position. Anyway, try scorers, how'd you go? Or should I tell them how you went? Yeah, tell them how I went. I think it was all right, actually. Yeah, it was a really close week uh, in our anytime try scoring challenge. And if you don't know, sorry for anyone new, this is where Zach and I pick a player from each game. We're only allowed two wingers per round. And the price they are to score on sports bet is the points that we collect if they score. And then we do a running total, a cumulative total to the end of the year. Uh, winner gets a prize when yet to decide. And also the winner of that week gets to do the intro for this episode. Anyway, super close week this week. I scored 10 points. Zach scored 8.7. So that takes our running total to 33.2 for Zach and 29.8 for myself. Just wow, a reminder that Zach had a 12-point handicap. Not a handicap. I just got tips right in the white first week and you got Bradman best. All right. First game, Manly Sea Eagles versus Penrith Panthers at Lotto Land Thursday night. Uh, Fox League has them, has Panthers at a 99% win percentage. And that yeah. looks like $1.09 odds to $7.50. Ins and outs, Zach. Pretty sick. Uh, Morgan Boyle joins the bench for Mr. Sipley. Burden's at centre with Dylan Edwards dropping out and then Stephen Crichton moving to fullback, which I uh, I really like. And I think that's good for Brian at all because he's going to score a few tries now. Yeah, I'm super interested to see Stephen Crichton at fullback. Like, people have been asking for that for a while. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Yep. We'll do our little debate, like, do you have anything on why that Manly can win? Because we also we obviously know why Panthers can win. Yeah, I'm not too sure because Cleary's back as well. Like, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much well. It's a fully, fully stacked team. I think Burden's actually nice, like almost a nicer addition than he is Crichton. I think Crichton quietly, Stephen Crichton that is, is a little bit overrated. But we'll see how he goes at fullback this week. Manly, the only way they can win... Maybe like a Raiders type game where there's just a lot of injuries. You need a lot of injuries or something to happen. Or I don't really know. Like Desi has one of the greatest pieces of his life. I guess it is. It's not at Panther Stadium. So I think that's one little benefit. But yeah, ultimately Panthers, it's just a question of whether it's going to be 30 plus or 13 plus really. Yeah. Like look, and here's the reasons why Panthers can win. I'll take the easy side. Thanks, Zach. I don't think there's one player in the Manly side that makes the Penrith side, except for probably Jake Trebojevic. Is that yeah, fair to say? even that's questionable. Yeah, even that, like, he'd probably play the bench. Yeah, like, DC doesn't get picked over Cleary, in my opinion. Foran doesn't get picked yeah. over Luai at the moment. 
back five sucks, as we say every week. The pack, yeah, it's a bunch of nobodies. Schuster's obviously maybe promising. Power. Maybe it's a power over um, Leota. It's probably the only, only question, yeah. really, but not even really. Yeah, no, it's pretty shocking. It's and pretty shocking because I couple, always get around Manly as well, but pretty shocking. couple stats to you. Penrith are on an 18-game regular season winning streak, and a win over Manly would equal the premiership record of 19 set by the Souths in 1924. Yeah, go the bunnies. Secondly, Manly will want to avoid losing their opening four games of the season for what would just be the fourth time in the club history losing four straight in the first four weeks. And to compound on that, Manly have just won eight of 30 games without Turbo Tommy Trevojevic. They just, they just, I, but I, I don't know. He, he can't make that much of a difference. Like if he's in this they team, can't. like they've, they're losing 40 nil every week. Maybe they lose 20 nil, but there's no way that Turbo swings the game to a win. No, like they're still going to cop points. Like as much as he can probably talk them through a bit of defense, like he'll, they'll probably score maybe some more points with him. And maybe like everyone plays a little bit better because they know they've got him behind him. But more confident. I can't see this swinging from getting pumped to now winning. Yeah, 100%. I still think they're shocking. I think uh, losing Adafinua Blake was huge for them. Mm. They didn't recruit properly in terms of you know okay. positions of one to two to five. Like, yeah, I don't think we spent too long. I think Panthers. Uh, yep. It's just a question of what try score you're choosing for this one. Yeah, so also before we go to Trasker, Zach, seeing as a couple of these games are really straightforward, it looks like top four versus bottom four quite perfectly. I want to hear that we, I want to pick that we tip from the line. Be like, get them on side. Oh, so I got a little. Yeah, 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 I like it. So just because it's too easy to say Panthers, we have a 19 and a half line. So negative 19 and a half. And for anyone that doesn't understand how the line works, if, if a team has a negative 19 and a half line, how, what's the best way to describe it? It's just got to think they have to win by more than nine and a half. So it's like Manly have a 20-point head start. Yeah, you'd start, you'd start, you'd do it like a head start. So like Ma- yeah. Manly are starting at 19 or 19.5 nil. Yeah, so, so then if the game, the game is 20 off, nil, that means Panthers win. Yeah, the game just kicked off. Manly already on 20 points and Panthers have to catch up. So which one are you taking? Uh, I'm going to take P- Panthers at the line. So Panthers to win 20 plus. Um, just for the sake of being interesting, I'm going to take the other one and let's say Manly have a bit of resolve and they only lose 18 nil. Okay. Also, that's a try- huge line. Yeah. The, the, the first that's three are huge. Are, uh, for, huge. Uh, for huge. <laughs> uh, I've got Jerome Luai. Nice. How much is he? He's $3.30, so that's 3.3 points. Awesome. And I'm going Paul Morosky. He's $2.63. Interesting. I think that'll score. Game number two. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Bulldogs versus Rabbitohs. $8.50 to $1.07. Win probability is 98% for the Souths. Go ahead, Zach. Jeremy Marshall King. Jeremy Marshall King. Gone. Katoa starts. That's the Bulldogs Katoa. Meany starts a fullback for a straight swap for Corey Allen. So it's pretty interesting to sign a big man and put him in the wing, especially against his old team. I think uh, AJ or whoever wants to tear him up, Mansell might do that. Lachlan Lewis starts over Avarillo, which is awesome because I know you're a big fan of Lachlan Lewis. Josh Jackson is suspended. Great timing against the best team in the league with Renoff Atoni starting at lock. The Bunnies remain, sorry to say, unchanged. Yeah, I honestly don't have anything to add. I don't understand. Like, at least past two seasons with, past two seasons with Dean Pay. You could be proud in our defensive efforts. Like we were only losing by six. We rarely got flogged. Yeah. But 
but we didn't score points. And that was the whole thing with Trent Barrett. Like, oh, he, like, he took over the Penrose attack. Like, look what he did, Nathan Cleary, et cetera. But we're just, we're just leaking points left, right, and center. And just, we don't even look like scoring with all these new players. Is there anything, okay, you probably just said it there, but is there anything that you're, like, you, you're seeing in these games where you're like, oh, okay, we just need time? Or is it completely like there's no evidence of anything? No, like seriously, no evidence. Like what, like Kyle Flanagan has dead set been dreadful. His kicks oh, wow. are elementary. If you ever want the ga- game on the weekend is like, F- and it's just effort areas. Like Anthony Milford had, he could kick the tallest spiraling bomb every single kick at the end of a set. No pressure whatsoever. Like if to kick one of those bombs, you can't do it quickly. Like you have to set up and kick it perfectly. Load up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one was rushing at him. He had all the time in the world. The poor guy on the wing, Katoa, second game, whatever, just was dropping him left, right, and center. Like, ah, uh, Shibarski, Ed. He was just dropping him left, right, and center. Like, we're, and then it's just stupid. And this applies to a lot of the bad teams. It's just stupid plays where it's not thinking, dropping the ball, offloading when you shouldn't be. The gap between, we already kind of knew this, the gap between the top teams and the bottom teams is just so great right now. And the bottom teams, I feel like, are getting worse. And they're just plain stupid. Like, I just dropped ball for you. It, it shits me, if I'm honest. I think now that we're seeing the game go faster and faster, you it, it almost highlights the gaps in the teams more and more because you can't really reset. You can't really slow down. You can't really, like, breathe. So yeah. if you're good, you're good. If you're bad, you become really bad, especially when you're so fatigued. I think we shouldn't spend too long because there's a little bit of juiciness to talk about in the later games. Yeah, go on. Uh, go on. We're going bunnies here. We're going bunnies here. Uh, I'm taking Campbell Graham as my anytime try scorer. Who are you taking? And then let's work at the line. Anthony, what's his name? Um, AJ. Oh, Anthony Johnson, yeah. Uh, and the line, is 20, the line is 21 and a half. Like, what's AJ's name? Alex. Alex, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 21 and a half. Like, I'm just going to take bunnies. That is, like, if it was the old dogs, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I always take dogs plus the line and unders, but that's just, that's off my tombstone now. Yeah, okay. I, um, I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to think that after that little hiccup against Manly, where Bunny probably thought it was going to be too easy, I think they're going to be well up for this one. Big game against the dogs. Uh, Cody Walker hat trick, but anytime try scorer, Campbell Graham, which is a bit stupid, but yeah. All right. Third game, just another silly one Melbourne Storm versus Brisbane Broncos in Melbourne, Amy Park. Broncos are on the road and living in Sydney, I believe. Yep. And the odds, Zach, we're looking at $1.08 for the Storm and $8 for the Brisbane Broncos. These are just blowouts, ins and outs. We got Pappy. Is back. That's the only change for the Storm. With the Broncos, we've got Haas and Lodge returning with TPJ and Fleggs moving to the bench. Asiata also joins the bench, meaning Dearden, Bullymore, and Kennedy make way. Pappy back, Haas back. I think it's nice to see some better players, but yeah, it's a question of how big will Storm win this game because I think they're going to be well up for it after uh, yeah. last week. They're, they've only lost, like we, we talked a lot about Storm don't lose two in a row. Storm will be looking at it to avoid a third straight loss for the first time since 2015. And 2015 was six wow. years ago, may I remind you. Might not feel like it, but it was six years ago. Yeah, wow. And on top of that, Broncos have won just five or 23 games against the Storm in Melbourne, including losing the past four games. Look, I'm serious. I want the, I want the Melbourne Storm to win by 40. I hate the Broncos for being the Bulldogs. I hate how happy they were after being the Bulldogs. Like, 
It's two of the worst teams shooting it out. You didn't score a point in the first half other than a penalty goal. Storm are literally going to destroy you, and I'm all for it. I'm very around that as well. Um, and I'm thinking, wow, Storm 30 plus is $2.87. <laughs> Like that's ridiculous. I'd, I'd I'd be tempted to take it honestly. Yeah, it's just gonna, like I'd, yeah, I, I want to like, like thirty nil first half. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't even want to bother doing a little debate for this. I think the Broncos. I think actually Broncos will be alright for ten minutes. Fifteen minutes. I feel like that's a, a thing. I think that's good with them. I think that's what they do. Like it was like the dogs game last week. It was like nil half time and then the reverse where the Broncos ran away. But arguably the worst half of football that the NRL has seen for a while. Oh, by the way, it was shocking. I think Melbourne run away after 10, but they're going to hold on for 10, especially with Payne House up there. And then it's going to be a long 70 minutes. I've got Jerome Hughes to score. Um, and, of course, I'm going to go Melbourne to cover the line quite nicely. Yeah, kind of similar story. I don't think there's a player in the Brisbane team, maybe besides Payne Haas, that makes the Storm team. Maybe two to Payne Jr. on the bench. The line is... 20.5, so we're both taking that. Yeah. And your try scorer? Is Justin Olam. All right, Cronulla Sharks was North Queensland Cowboys. $1.38 for the Sharks, $3.10 for the North Queensland Cowboys on Saturday. Clifford, Masters dropped, done, missing out due to injury. In comes Ben Hampton at seven. That is just like panic stations. Justin O'Neill and Cronulla Lumi Lumi. No, it's not Lumi Lumi, Lumi Lelu. Uh, start uh, as a center wing pairing and Josh McGuire gets a start at 13. For the Sharks, Wade Graham and Will Kennedy return for Nia Kore, uh, Nakora and Sione Katoa is dropping out due to knee injury, meaning Haroti is named on the bench. Cowboys were sensationally bad on the weekend and after watching the dogs struggle, I really, really enjoyed seeing another team struggle just as much. They they yeah. looked shot to pieces. They, like, you can't... Ugh. I, I don't know. With the Bulldogs, if you compare it, like Bulldogs seems like they're obviously still around Trent Barrett and whatnot, but like they just look like they hate Pop Payton and they like to have no faith in him. Yeah. And Sharks are notorious for smash, like for being flat track bullies. They can beat bottom eight teams, but they can't just beat they can't beat top eight teams. So yeah. when you look at it, Cronulla have a sixty four win percentage over the Cowboys, and that's the best against any opponent. So I'll be on the Sharks. Yeah, I've got to agree on that one. Uh, hop on the Sharks all day here. Wade Graham back is nice. Will Kennedy back is nice. He got a lot of touches in his first couple of games before getting injured. Good. Cowboys look like – it looks like the Cowboys have gone all out and they've, they've treated it like this is the final four games of Todd Payton's career. He's just dropped t- players. It looks like Morgan's done. Tamalolo injured. Already had a go at him. It really looks like if they don't win now, they probably have to very much show win against the Tigers next week. But if not – it's Todd Payton. You, you play six games and you're done. Like it looks really bad up there. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I don't know what's going up there, but anyway, can you see any way Cowboys win? I really can't unless Sharks are really off, or it's one of those again, like a Raiders game where you know three injuries straight away. Because I think I think the Sharks actually will be okay this year. I think they're going to go in very similar to last year and just beat bottom eight teams and yes. maybe be around the pitcher where it comes to the end of the season. Yeah, um, SJ is going to be a huge inclusion for them. If SJ can come back and be in proper SJ form like he was last year, that could be quite good because I think their pack's looking all right. But just looks like a Sharks win here by how many and whether they cover the line is probably the only question. The line's seven and a half. Like, I take that any day. 
Oh, uh, yeah, take that for sure. I thought it was way higher than that. Seven and a half seems pretty good from Sportsbet there. Yep. I, like, I can't see the Cowboys winning. And it's not even getting to the point where, oh, like, they need to win one. Like, you can say that all you like. And I'm big, I usually, like, believe in it. But they're just, they're dead in the water. And I, I don't, they don't, yeah, yeah. they don't know what to do. Anyway, who's your try scorer? I've gone Will Kennedy back That's from injury, right. $2.40. I'm going either. I'll stick with uh, Hamignuelli. He's my first guy, $4.50. Ooh. $4.50 for a prop. He should be like 6 bucks, 8 bucks. Or uh, Taj Wilson, dude. He's $4 as well. So I'll probably stick with... No, he's starting. Oh, he's starting, isn't he? Oh, interesting. I'll stick with BHU for now. All right, next game. Gold Coast Titans versus Canberra Raiders. Probably, would you say, the hardest game of the round to tip? This will be a very entertaining game. And yeah, this is a hard game to tip. I reckon we're just for this one. Yeah. So $1.62 versus $2.30. Can you provide some ins and outs, please? Uh, for the Titans, they remain unchanged with that late swap pending for Tino and Peachy, which was really good last week, actually. Dynamis Louie and Hudson Young return, which is huge with Tarpany and Curtis Scott dropping out, meaning Seb Chris moves back to centre. Ryan James needs to pass that HIA protocol like a lot of players do this round, actually. So keep an eye out for some late mail changes. I was meant to say that at the start. First, th- first thought, golden point. Yeah. First I think thought, golden point. Uh, I think I like Raiders here. I'm biased, but yeah, I think their pack's up for it. Like I, if Gold Coast have the best pack, then I think Canberra Raiders have perhaps the second best. Yeah, uh, it's like it's a good match. Like Josh Papali versus Tino, Jared Wallace versus Namus Louie. Um, it'll be Hudson Young versus David Fafita. That will be super good to That's watch. That's juicy. Yeah, yeah that'll yeah. be good. Uh, Whitehead versus Proctor. It's a shame Tarpany's not playing. I think I really like the Raiders. I think they're the favourites for a reason, and I think I'll be tipping them. Raiders for me as well. Take the tip. Enjoy it. I think after last week, they're going to be so up for it. I really hope so as well. Because I want to really want a good game here. The Titans did look really good after my day of Nowra I came back and watched that little six pm game with a little chocolate with Charlie's, and it was very nice to watch. Titans look really good. Brimson came out of his skin a little bit, even though he wasn't doing a lot. Scored two tries, just backing up from the middle. Fafita looks really dangerous. I think Hudson Young, if Hudson Young can meet him somewhere in like that little halfway gap where he's not just getting over the advance line and breaking ten tackles, they'll go a long way to winning this. Uh, I think Tino still has a little bit in him. I don't think he's been as good as he should be. Question marks over that back five, though. I'm not sure about Brimson completely. And then you've got Corey Thompson, Anthony Don. They're not fantastic, whereas to compare it to the reverse side, I think the Raiders have a good back five. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Raiders. The line is a tricky one. For, I think these little lines, the smaller lines, are almost irrelevant because what game? there's not many games being decided by that few. Yeah, true. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going to be Raiders. Raiders the line. Raiders the line. And your try scorer? Uh, my try scorer is Philip Samio. I don't love it, but I just can't. I don't know with the Raiders with try scorers because they, I think, I've done the Bible stats for them. Let me get them up. They are, they score so much with their forwards, so it's, it's really the middle, hard yeah. to pick. So they the ball goes through Hodgson all the time, yeah. Yeah, when they got Papali and Tarpany and whatnot. Yeah, so they've scored... 30% of their tries through second rowers, 20% of their tries through front rowers. Like that, yeah, that wow. is a lot. That's well, that's half of their tries. Yeah. So that's why I don't like picking them because, and it, like, they don't have too much strike power. Like, 
you don't pass the ball to Jared Croker and think, oh, yeah, hey, this guy's going to score, nor He's do you with Curtis high. Scott. I don't so really do Jared Croker. So it's either the wingers or – and then also George Williams and Jack White, like they score quite a bit. So yeah. anyway, that's why I find it hard to pick try scorers at the Raiders. And Phillips yeah, and I'll be going at. He was on one. He was actually looking quite good, but I think he's going to pass, so he's actually going to get an assist, and that will be in the 64th minute. I think is what you were saying last week. Uh, what I'm going to go is uh, George Williams. I think he's going to have a big one. I think he's going to step up. I think he's a little dummy at the line, and he'll score in the 58th minute. All right, we'll go to the next game: Newcastle yeah. Knights versus St George Illawarra Dragons up in McDonald Jones Stadium. Uh, $1.38 for the Knights and $3.10 for the Dragons. Best misses out after his late withdrawal last week with Shibasaki, the Swanton bomber, starting uh, at centre. Stafford Dorr starts on the wing and Blake Green is named on the bench, which will be quite interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he'll get some minutes there. Then we've got Mr. Clune replacing Norman. Uh, sorry, Mr. Clune replacing Ben Hunt and Willie Army takes the spot of a suspended Jack Bird. Nothing else changes. I think... If I say I think one more time, just turn off the podcast. I believe that we saw the Knights. The Knights. Um, that was probably more a true reflection of how who they are as a team and the quality of their team last week. Given, yeah, they had like twenty errors and they did beat themselves, but I just don't. I don't believe. No, I don't. I don't reckon that they're as good as what they have been hyped up to be the first two weeks. Like they did this last year and then they really petered out. And yeah. then on the flip side, Dragons have been a lot better than like they've beat everyone's expectations. But unfortunately, Ben Hunt's not playing. If he's playing this game, it's a super interesting contest. I don't, he's been their best player by far. But I don't see how they can win without him. I agree. I don't, I, I'm not really convinced about the Knights, but I'll tip them. Uh, based off a little bit of merit and also the fact that Ben Hunt's not playing. I think it's just going to be a pile, 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 everything through the middle, run over the top, and then hopefully get the ball out to the back. But they don't have a lot out of the back, so I think it's not going to be a blowout. I think we're looking at 1-12 to 12 here, and I think for sure the Dragons will be up. They're going to be a little bit positive after the past two weeks. I know as you know, living through a Dragons fan's eyes, they're very excited over there in the Illawarra or whatever they do over there. Daniel Saifidi scores, by the way. That's my anytime trust. I want to get out of the way. That's $5. I was going to be him on him also. Uh, to further the Dragons' supporters' excitement, the Dragons have their third best win record against the Knights, 67%, which is also the Knights' second worst win record. And it's the first time since 2018 that the Dragons have two wins from the opening three games. Not bad. Yeah. But in saying that, I will be taking Knights at home. Hopefully, the Knights G up after such a poor performance last week. And we did see that last year. Like, Knights would play shit. Coach would rev them up. G up. And then yep. be all right. For sure. I think there's a bit of bounce back there. All right. Next game, Sydney Roosters versus the New Zealand Central Coast Warriors. $2.90 for the Warriors and $1.42 for the Roosters. I don't know whether I'm overplaying this. Actually, before we do this, Bradley returns at 13 with... Isaac Louis moving to prop for an injured in Lindsay Collins. Walker, Sam Walker, the most, probably the most hyped kid in rugby league right now, other than Suwali, who also actually joins the interchange. But Walker starts with Hutchison. Expected, they, they're expected to start in the halves with Lamb and Kiri out. I've got a question for you based off that. And yes, yeah, Suwali is on the reserves. For the Warriors, Hiku gone. Montoya starts. 
your boy from the dogs. Uh, and then Jazz moves to the bench with Ciro, Bailey Serena, that is, starting at the second row, and Tor Harris moving to lock. Do you think the Roosters make the four and and and, and do something this year without Kiri? No, I don't think they make the four. I think they make the eight. Well, I guess we'll see how Sam Walker goes. It's not just Sam Walker, though. They're... It's not like they've lost Luke Keary, who played 5'8 from last year. Oh, Flanagan. It's not like they've... Or that Cripper Cronk year before. It's not like they've lost Keary and then now they still have that person. It's they've lost Keary, bringing in a 19-year-old, and then also Drew Hutchinson, who probably shouldn't be playing NRL. That, yeah. It's like that... Because they've lost Lock and Lamb. Not that he was doing much anyway. Like They've lost both halves, which is which is huge. It is huge. I think the only thing that's going to probably hold them together is the fact that you've got Radley back now and you also have the best player in the game who's probably going to just touch the ball all the time now and do everything. Yeah, I think Teddy's going to have to be huge. There's question marks whether he should go into the halves. I thought Manu should probably be at six and then you can fill in a center spot because I think Manu's probably better there. But it's going to be so, so, so many eyes on seeing what Walker does this week and I reckon the amount of times I say his name in commentary is actually going to annoy me, so I'm probably yeah. not going to watch his game. <laughs> And it's also, it's not talked about too much, but Lustig at nine as well, as opposed to Jake Friend or... Jake Friend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Or Jarrett even. Yeah. yeah. So, but for um, the Warriors, what do you reckon? See, I think, I think I, I'm, I want to tip the Warriors for this game. I think the Roosters, yes, they've got resilience, but all these people would up at their resilience. No, they don't have resilience. They're just the eastern suburbs. They just had a gun team. They're cheating the side cat, whatever it is. I don't think I don't think the Roosters are ready. I think they're going to need another week to sort out what the hell is going on. Kiri gone is huge, really and truly huge. Like he's, they're missing some other players as well. I don't think people are informed. Uh, Hargraves is done. He just thinks he can put dog shots on and get away with it now, which doesn't work. He actually just needs to play proper rugby league, which I don't think he's capable of. Warriors, what a G up after being the Raiders. I think the Warriors, even as a fourth part, I think they'll be so up, and I think they're thinking. We can knock out two big contenders two weeks in a row. That's my upset of the round. I took the Warriors. I'm on the side of the Roosters do have a bit of bounce back and they do show a bit of grit. Like We're down and out. Uh, everyone is expecting, not expecting us to lose, but aren't expecting great things. Sam Walker, huge wraps on him. But yeah, Luke Curie is a massive out. Like If you think about all their tries, nearly all their tries have been scored on the right-hand side. And he's obviously the main distributor distributor on that right hand side. Like Brett Morris doesn't score six of his tries or seven now if he doesn't if Luke Curry is not there. So exactly. Can will um can Sam Walker distribute like Luke Curry does? We'll have to wait and see. I, I don't know. I don't want the Warriors. I just want the Roosters at home at the SCG. They very rarely lose there. A key insight: the Warriors have fifty two percent win record against the Roosters. One of the four current teams that have a winning record against. And the third best after the Titans. That's really interesting. That is really interesting. But at SCG, anyway, Brett Morris has won all 14 games against the Warriors, scoring eight tries in the process. <laughs> That's also very wow. interesting. Anyway, line seven and a half. What do you reckon? Uh, see, I've got an updated line of six and a half, and I was going to take, I don't think it really changes anything. I would have liked it to be five and a half. I'm taking, I'm definitely taking the Warriors at the line of six and a half. But the question is whether I take them as my tip. That is a real question for me. I've gone Tupo to score. I think he scores at SCG too regularly, which is nice to see for him. It's a dollar eighty, I believe. Warriors are the line. You'll see, you'll find out next week whether I tip Warriors or not. So this is going to make you tune in next week to find out the truth. 
Yep. All right. Last game. Let's wrap this up. Parramatta Eels versus West Tigers. A dollar twenty-eight versus three dollars seventy, and it is played at Stadium Australia, which I believe is ANZ Stadium. Yeah. Try to change the names every couple of weeks. Uh, for the Tigers, Maguire's named an unchanged squad for the local derby. Uh, when we've got Sean Bloor and Billy Walters set to return in at least two weeks further than what is expected, which is a bit of a shame for them. Ryan James returns, which means Isaiah Papali moves back to the bench, which is a bit of a shame because I got excited and tried to bring him in for my draft, Supercoach draft. Mitch Moses is named, but has to pass HIA. That will be a big question for sure. And then uh, Bryce Cartwright has been named for the reserves, which I guess he just always gets involved. So interesting game. Similar to the Knights, uh, how I said, I think that's probably a true reflection of how they were, minus the errors. I also think that was a true reflection of the Tigers. They, were, they have been, at times, not too bad in the first two rounds. They just got pumped by the Raiders and the Roosters who could, well, at that point in time, could have been uh, grand final contenders. Definitely top four. Uh, but yeah, against the Knights, I think that was more evenly matched game and I think they rose to the occasion. They weren't great, but yeah, as I said, that was more of a true reflection of where they are as a team. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I don't think you'll see the Tigers put any team to the sword this year, put anyone away. I think they're going to have a lot of those games where it's 70th minute, there's a six point, there's you know, one try in it, and it's whether they get over the line. I think this game, it's too much for the Eels. I think they look really good. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be, I'm really happy with the Eels here. I think the fact that they've gone near Corey at centre now over Wonga Blake. Like, if you're Wonga Blake, you'd be like, wow, I was a center. And now I've just replaced by a second row, and I'm probably done because he's killing it. Dylan Brown, it's about time he starts showing up, which is just oh. probably a bit of a personal thing because Supercoach is killing me, but I'm bringing Walker in this week anyway. Madison back, Sean Lane. Like, I swear they always have the same starting 13 at the Paramount Eagles, which I really like. The bench looks pretty strong. Too big, too strong for the Eagles. Yep, and the line is set at 10. We'll make it 10 and a half. Uh, what do you reckon there? Yeah, this is a really good line, I think. Because this is one of those games where I think far out. I've just caught your eye, I think, and bug. Keep saying it. Mm-hmm. Tigers could easily J up and be in it and hold on and make this like a real, real West affair and keep it really tight. But then also I can see the, cow- the Eagles running away with it. I'm going to say Monday night... A little bit of a special for the fans out there. It's going to be a bit closer than expected, so I'm going to take Tigers at the line, but take Eels as my tip. Yeah, for, I think I'm going to go Eels as a tip. And we've got a couple of to catch up on, so let's throw it back to the Knights game. You said Tafiti, I said Toa. Yep. Second game, I don't think, did you say Warriors and Roosters one? You said Tupo, did you? Yeah, Dana Tupo. I'm either going Elise Katoa at $4.33 or Toru Harris Ooh. at $5.50. Run that Sammy Walker. Uh, and for the Eels game, you had... Mr. Sebo. Sebo. And I'm going... Uh, the man you mentioned in the centers, Nikore, $3.25. Interesting. Very interesting. I've just saved up my two wingers for the final two games. And I tell you, it's going to bring me home strong. All right. Awesome. That wraps it up. So let's quickly go through it. Do we even need to go through it? It's a pretty straightforward week. So we're going Panthers, Rabbitohs, Storm, Sharks, Knights, Roosters, actually on the Warriors, both gone Parramatta, and the game I missed there is Titans and Raiders, and we're both going the Raiders. Question for you. Yeah. To finish the round and give the tippers a real idea of how confident you are, are you jokering this week? Because I've heard murmurs. Uh, as of this stage, yeah. 
I think so. I, when, are you, when are you going to get four games where it's a dollar oh five versus ten dollars? And then I'm confident enough True. in the nice to beat the Dragons without Ben Hunt. Confident enough in the Paramount Eels to beat the Tigers, and the Sharks to beat the Cowboys. So really, in my head, it's just the fifty-fifty of Titans and Raiders, and I like the Raiders, so I'm happy to happy to take them. And what about the Roosters and the Warriors? Happy? Yeah, that one sucks, but um, you can never really. You just got to get one right. You can cop seven. You can never really not be confident in the Roosters. We can be, but like it's the Roosters, so there's a bit of bit of underlying confidence there. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. We'll see if you're joking next week. Will you be joking? Everyone, I won't be joking. Uh, I don't. I like to spice it up and keep it later for the season. I haven't had a good start to the year, really, in my own personal tipping. A few 50-50s that haven't gone my way, but you know, that's the rub of the green, I guess, nowadays. Looking forward to another weekend of NRL. Have a great Easter, everyone. For your chocolates, yeah. for you, Simmer. I know how you like your chocolate and your Skittles and your Pepsi, so get tucked into that. Yeah. Um, and... By the way, on on report, the fund starts this week. Yeah. Easter weekend special. Send in your multis if you want to contribute. We've got $10 allocated between the two of us. Something very spicy coming up soon. See you next week. See you later, everyone. Have a safe and enjoyable Easter long weekend. Bye-bye. Yes, double the merits. Drive safe.